Welcome to the Random Tea Gotham Podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Shania. And today we are talking about Season 1, Episode 19, Beasts of Prey. Yay! <laughs> I missed you, Yale. I haven't done episode. that in a while, have I? Um, it was directed by Eagle Eglison, who also directed What the Little Bird Told Him. You know I could never say that. <laughs> That's why I do the I'm so glad. writer names. Uh, and it was written by Ken Woodruff, who also wrote Scarecrow, Harvey Dent, and Arkham. But Arkham was good. Arkham was good. Harvey Dent was okay. Scarecrow was just wrong. Yeah. Maybe he just doesn't do scary well. Maybe. I was just so disappointed. But anyway, I'm not going to get started. So, overall, what do you think of this one? Well, we're definitely... I mean, I know last episode we were gearing up towards uh, season end. Yeah. Because you got to get there. Yeah. This is really it. Mm-hmm. This is the starting point where you hit the the bump in the road and take launch. Yeah. And where we'll land later. Uh, so it's it's not bad. It's probably not my favorite episode. I think it sets a lot of stuff up for a multi-story arc. Yeah, you have to, though. Yeah. You have to. Because uh, I think at most we've seen like two episode story arcs. Yeah. This is a long game. Yeah. This is this is bigger than than what they've done before. It's bigger than the parts of the whole, or some <laughs> shit. That sounded better than sounded better in my head. That's okay. It was not a bad episode. Let's put it that way. No, I don't think it was a bad episode. It was not pilot episode one bad. No, not at all. I don't think we could ever get that bad. <laughs> it's terrible. So, uh, but the title of the episode, yes, are beasts of prey. Yep. And uh, there, that theme does tend to actually play through the entire episode. Okay. Um, and I'm just going to go ahead and get this out there because I don't want to have to stop right. with every one of these. So I'm assuming that everybody listening has actually seen the episode. Uh, so we've got the ogre preying on women. Right. We've got Cat and Bruce is preying on Reggie. Fish and Dollmaker are kind of preying on each other at the same time as they're preying on the people on the inmates. in the base in the yeah. basement um and penguins preying on the boyfriend for you know for that hot minute oh yeah yeah yeah. the um the bar keeps granddaughters yeah the guitar, the player. guitar player yeah so they're they're they actually went through a theme okay of the birds of i mean beasts <laughs> of prey so i thought that was really kind of cool yeah the play on a title so that's rare with this show yeah it is so I'm going to get that out of the way, so recap? Yes, recap. Okay. So we start out, and Fish is scoping out the island. Yeah, there's some more great sets and scenes. Yeah, and we notice the eye is completely healed. You don't think she shouldn't have any kind of bruising? I don't, not that I saw, because I I looked. Oh, did you? I wasn't really paying attention at this point. So I'm assuming it's at least been a couple weeks. Okay. Um, And so she walks around, and she's uh, schmoozing the client's. Um, like she's running a resort or some shit. I know, I know. That's and this is where I really got the impression that this is not mob related. This is rich people related. Well, here's one relation. She speaks to Miss Cavanaugh. Uh huh. While it's really unlikely there's any actual connection here, it uh, there are numerous generic minor villains in the comics who use the name Cavanaugh. Okay. It could have been a nod. It could have been, which I'm I'm okay with. Yeah, I'm, I'm just a little I'm something, a little yeah. something, something. We haven't had an Easter egg in over an episode, so I was, yeah, I was hurting. Um, so she's walking around, and then she also she breaks the door open, and she's scoping out the helipad, and an alarm goes off when she breaks the door open, and like almost immediately, this this uh, jeep of armed guards are summoned. Right, is this this is where she breaks the lock? Yeah, 
with something. Okay, there's some serious editing issues in this scene. Okay. We see her walk up to the door, and we see the lock. Uh-huh. And then there's a real brief scene where she's busting the lock open. But then when, as soon as we flash back to her, she has nothing in her hands. Oh. She never... Jada Pinkett Smith never actually picked anything up. Oh, We don't okay. see her picking anything up. We don't see her putting it down. It's in her hands. It's not in her hands. Okay. Really, really quick. And it's really just, just bugged me. Um, but she sees a helicopter and mm-hmm. she sees a boat yep. outside. And But I, why did she actually have to go outside? What was her I motivation? I think she was testing... The was it the response time? Yeah, yeah. Because was she just? I don't know if she was just trying to meet the catcher. Yeah, no relation. Lay to eyes on him. See, yeah, I see guess kind of what force they have. Yeah, his response time. But he could be anywhere on the island. Yeah, he showed up pretty quick though. And she says she didn't know she wasn't supposed to be outside. It was a big ass lock on that door. Yeah, I'm sorry, and Jimmy, this lock. Oops, I didn't understand that I <laughs> that I was locked out. I don't even know. Yeah. So. She still has that bright blue eye, though, so yep. we're okay. Uh, so we go to Wayne Manor, and um, Jim visits Bruce. Oh, poor Bruce. And oh, my gosh. Bless his little heart. He tries to make a sandwich, and he's like, oh, I cut the bread too thick or something like that. Well, and the when he, he serves Jim the water, there's no ice in it. Yeah. And he sets the glass down and then gives him the coaster to put it on. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, bless your heart, honey. You have yeah. no idea how to do this, do yeah. you? You usually have somebody bubbling for you. And at the same time, he's very rattled, which yeah, you this can tell. kid, as an actor, is incredible. Mm-hmm. I'm very impressed with David. Um, so, yeah, he tells, he uh, Jim knows that they know who stabbed him. Right. Um, which I thought was damn perceptive of Jim. And um, Bruce lies about it very, very badly. And I put so my, bad. I put in my notes. Jim is all of a sudden super perceptive, um, and he he kind of understands that Alfred wants to go after the guy himself. Yeah, I think he knew in the hospital. I think he's just come back to to say something about it. To be like, I know to what's dig going a little on. deeper. Yeah, to and be like, I'm not quite a dumb shit as I come off as. So who knows? But uh, this is a very adult conversation. Yes. That he's having with this child. Well, that's, I mean, that's just Bruce continually being thrust into these situations. That's true. You know, and, and he's putting himself in these situations because he's decided to investigate all this. Right. And, uh, but Bruce pulls himself together. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. But I, I, one thing I do like about Jim is he does not talk down to Bruce. No, he doesn't. Not like you see with some of the board members when Bruce talks to him. They're like. Or patronizing. Yeah. They're, they're very patronizing. And, and right. you know, so I, I do like that about Jim. Yes, Jim, that, that, Because I can tell you as a well, kid, there's nothing more frustrating than that. Well, the Jim-Bruce relationship is very, very important. Yes. Its development is very important. And we see here, and even in canon, though, Batman tends to double speak mm-hmm. to Jim Gordon. Jim Gordon's always very straightforward and lays it on the line. And then Batman does double speak mm-hmm. or answers indirectly or yeah. whatnot. Yeah. So... Uh, this is just, this is the beginning of that. But yep. those two, are, they're two are really tight in and canon. Jim, so. I'm sorry, Jim totally knows it's Batman. He knows who that is. Plausible deniability, man. Yep. Plausible deniability. Yep. So, uh, so we go back to the GCPD and um, Jim has a fanboy. Well, it's a role they both play. Yes, he does. And um, he brings an unsolved case to Jim and by God, he butters him up. 
he tries so hard to refuse it, but a sec- but he starts playing to his ego. Oh yeah, I just want to help clean up Gotham. And you're you're you know you're such a great symbol for those of us that want to clean things up and yada da da da. There is no way on earth he could resist that. No, never. And so it turns out there is this woman found in the river. It's a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. Listen to Admiral Akbar. Um, and so a woman is found in the river. And um, he basically fanboys Jim into looking into it. Absolutely, That's he basically does. what happens. It's great. <laughs> I want to be just like you. Yeah. Uh, so he goes, Jim goes to Leslie's office to pick her up. Um, and he tells her about Literally? the case. No. <laughs> no, he's already picked her up. Oh, she wants to know. She just wants some carbonara, so. But then she would rather look into the case than go to dinner. You had me at homicide. And I'm like, oh, honey, there are priorities. Well, and what's... Uh, not even really interesting, but the de- they keep emphasizing how bad the case case is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's nasty. Yeah. The, the the officer that presents it to him, I think his name is Lynn Moore. The officer that presents it to him says it's nasty. Uh, Leslie takes one glance at it and says, he's a monster. Yeah. But I, I don't see how this case on the surface is worse than. Is different from any other case. With what they know right now. Right. I mean, she barely glanced at those pictures. Yeah. How, how is it that he's a monster? Yeah. As opposed to any other Because they don't murder. detail what has been done to her. I mean, they show like, uh, she was, they show like one picture. Yeah, and it's just a neck up shot. I, I'm not trying to belittle the case or the, you know, murder, but how was It's any... worse than some of the other shit right. they've seen. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so it turns out that the girl was last spotted in Leslie's neighborhood, and Leslie could have been friends. Yeah, and Leslie suggests uh, finding a speakeasy because it may be why they didn't find any trace of her at the bars they looked right, at. Right, because if you don't know where to go, which I thought that right. was kind of a cute idea. I did too. Um, so, because the the victim uh, last talked to her mom and she was going to have a drink before she disappeared. Right. Um, so we go back to the doll maker's <laughs> place and um, Kelly wakes up with Fish inspecting his wound. So she does care about him? Yeah, and he's not dead. Kelly not dead. Kelly not dead. I couldn't quite figure, maybe, I was thinking maybe a kidney-ish. But it was a front. But it was a frontal, so maybe piece of a liver? Maybe, I don't know. (coughs) Excuse me, I don't. Whatever they took from him. I'm not sure what organ. Is right there. Because if. if, His adrenal gland? (laughs) If If he were a woman, I would think uterus or fallopian tube. Ovary or something. But no. That yeah, I wondered that too because it would. And an kidney organ was he, my first thought, but it's on the wrong side. Yeah, kidney you you go in from the back. Yeah, ish, because I'm a surgeon, and I know yes, these with things. our vast medical knowledge. Yes. Yeah, so the only other organ I can think of would be a piece of a liver. Yeah. In the the stomach region for a man. Um. Because you don't do stomach transplants or something like that. Plus, he no, or couldn't live maybe, without a whole stomach. Maybe piece of his intestine. I don't know. Shit, I don't know. Sure. Um, I ain't got time for that. So, uh, she's inspecting his wound, and she wants his help with an escape plan. She does care. So, even Fish has realized, this is batshit crazy, and I gotta get the hell out. Uh, which I think was her end game all the time. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Exactly. Fuck this shit, I'm out. <laughs> I don't know what just happened. <laughs> I don't forgot the words. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that's That's the basic that's, gist of, That's the yeah. basic gist of it. Yeah. She, yeah she's, she's getting the fuck out of there, and I don't blame her. Um, Which I think has been her plan all along. I think it has, too. And so we see that she does have free roam of the building, but clearly she can't leave anytime she wants. No. So, 
you don't well, stop working for the doll maker, apparently. Right. Well, there's a difference between having free reign inside the building <coughs> and being able to actually walk yeah, exactly. outside. So. Um, so we go to Wayne Manor, and Alfred is back at home, um, but he's about to leave to go hunt Reggie down. Okay, so Jim can heal from a gunshot wound in one episode. And Alfred is still incapacitated because he, he wants to go out and Bruce is trying to stop him. And then he like bends over and he's like all bleeding. and Yeah, like he opened his wound a lot. Like not even a little. And Bruce doesn't take him to the hospital. Well, they take care of each other. Whatever. You know. Like, it just it just annoyed me. Yeah. Uh, that whole Jim was recovering from that gunshot wound. It was wound two and, gunshot wounds because he had one in the leg too. Oh, that's right. Like on the leg and the gut. Shot. Yeah, yeah. And he recovered in one episode. And Alfred's just, he just had a puncture. It, just, it leaked just, a little. It's just, it's fine. So. So, yeah, he, he tries to go on. out again, and then he's pulls his hand away, and it's super bloody. So, he's opened his wound up quite a bit, because yep. that was a lot of blood. Um, wow. So, we go to Oswald, and he's visiting another bar, and he apparently has been trying to buy it. And the owner, Lydia, does not want to sell. It's a small hole-in-the-wall place. Wall place. It's crazy i bet um, it's got good food though she is scary too yeah uh she's played by barbara rosenblatt she looked really really familiar so i had to know yeah. who she was she's played by barbara rosenblatt you know what she's in what orange is the new black really which i haven't seen i haven't either but that's I keep hearing i need to watch and it, yeah though. it's one of these one of these days we'll have time to watch a show we don't podcast yeah <laughs> i don't know what that's like i don't either i enjoy it but yeah but that's what she's on but she is scary she calls him Shapazo, Shapaz, I don't know how she pronounces. I've got it spelled. Uh huh. That crazy. Okay. It's Italian, and then she calls him a papone. Uh huh. Which is a pimp. Oh, okay. I don't think she doesn't call. Uh, she doesn't call Oswald papone. She calls the the guitar oh, boyfriend okay. a the guitar guy. It's a pimp. Okay. So, but I love her. I know she's great. She's an Italian grandma. I really like Lydia. Um, <laughs> is that her name? I yeah, never did Lydia. catch her name. Lydia. Okay. I don't know that they don't it's say it until later, name. but yeah my niece's name oh okay yeah. just saying anyway um and so she said she'll consider his offer if penguin can get her granddaughter to come home and away from her new boyfriend the papone the papone um as he's some guitar guy and her granddaughter's a good pure girl and yada da, da, da. she's an angel she's an angel i don't think so but okay <laughs> we'll go with that uh so we go back to the gcpd and Harvey wants no part of this new case. Absolutely no part. You would think that after the last episode, when Jim got his case file back to him. That he would back Jim up at least for a little that while. That he would be all over this. But we go we're back. We're back to Bullock We're now. back to the Bullock from season one, season one, episode one, where he doesn't want to do any work. Yeah. Well, I don't, I didn't get the impression that it was, he didn't want work. It's just that, um... He didn't want this. He just didn't want to pick a case up like this. I don't know. That's could be the impression I got. Though. As opposed to a case he was assigned? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I can see that. But you still think he would be more willing to, to do to whatever. To help Jim out. Yeah. 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 So. Um, so Ed joins them and he has information about all the bars and speakeasies in the neighborhood. Now. Because they have liquor licenses. They may be secret, but they have liquor licenses. That, well, yeah, that's that's four speakeasies in one neighborhood seems like an awful even. But he says four that they missed. Yeah. So I tried to go look up like what size the South Village is. It's mm-hmm. really not that large. Okay. 
I just cannot imagine there being four, much less any more than four. Maybe they're a drinking kind of neighborhood. I guess. Who knows? They're trendy. It just seemed weird. Hipsters. I would think in the entire city of Gotham, maybe four would be plausible. Yeah. Well, at least public speakeasies, because I'm sure the mob has a bunch of crap. Oh, well, you know, actual real speakeasies? Yeah, for reals. I so would love that. I would, too. That'd be Like, one of those in an underground cave or some shit. Yeah. Those, that's the kind of speakeasy I want to go to. Yeah. Darn it. So, uh, Jim sets uh, Ed to find a piece of missing evidence, because apparently there's something that was referenced in the file, but they can't actually find it. He wants to solve a puzzle. And I'm like, oh, that was smart of Jim. Go, go give Ed a puzzle and let him watch the monkey it. dance. <laughs> oh, wait. Um, so Jim tries to get Harvey to help and it actually works. He does not take no for an answer. No, he's like, you're yep, helping. No, doing it. Yep. In nope. a story. I saved your ass. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, so we go back to the basement and fish is filling, um, some of the dweller, the basement dwellers in on her plan. Um, she's only got a small group with her. The muscle. The muscle. I the refer, big, I've the referred to them as the muscle. Yeah. And so she's going to get them out on a boat. And, um, but what about the helicopter? She's like, do you know how to fly a helicopter? And they're like, well, no. no. Um, I don't know how to fly a helicopter. I don't so. either. So I would be like, boat. I don't even know that I could really drive a <laughs> boat that big, but I would make a give it. I would give it the old college try. After playing a uh, black flag, my boat skills are <laughs> bad. Not great. I don't know that I could do that. So <laughs> my boating has not. It's, it's gotten better. Is it? Okay. Better. Well, I haven't been back to playing it for a while. I've been, you know, Batman. Yeah. I am the knight. I'm 53% the knight. Oh, okay. That's yeah. good to know. Yeah. That's good to know. Yeah, so. Um, so Jim and Harvey go and they canvas bars and they finally find a bartender that remembers their victim. And Bullock cannot stop complaining. No. <laughs> and um, Give him the pastry. You think He'll Jim be okay. taking him to bars over and over again would be Oh, he nice. says, he does say, I'm not complaining about going to bars, but... But, yeah. Uh, give him a pastry. Yeah. Give him a pastry. So we get this weird flashback movie type thing because it's got like kind of a film transition yeah and they keep going on uh, the the bartender said kept kept saying about how good looking he is yeah i didn't think he was especially good looking i didn't think he was as hot as everybody made him out to be no yeah no nothing against the actor or anything but i just didn't think he was there was so much build up yeah i was 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 like like, "Eh." okay yeah Whatever. But he says all the right things. Yes. So we see the victim talking to this man, and he wants unconditional love. Now, if I were sitting there in that conversation, and I heard all this, I would run. (laughs) Run and do not look back. Because if I had somebody feeding me all of these lines, I'd be like, have a nice night. Right after you met him. I'm right out of here. Yeah. I'm like, I'm out of here. But she goes back to his place with him. Which is not smart. No. And um, so we go back to present day, and the bartender promises to call Harvey if she sees the guy but again. after all the complaining, Bullock's the one that offers his card? Yep. Well, I think he's, at this point, he's like, yeah, Jim's not going to let this go. Even though he doesn't say it for another line or two. But Jim's he knew right then. Go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we go to, uh, we go back to Wayne Manor, and Bruce searches through the phone book while Alfred is sleeping. Oh, dear. He's looking for actual shooting galleries. Well, okay. I'm apparently a naive little bunny like Bruce. When you say shooting range, I did not think. Not shooting shooting range. Not shooting range. Shooting gallery. Okay. It's different. I did not think. Yeah. 
shooting a shooting needle. range if you were to say shooting range yeah you would think a shooting where you go yeah. and shoot guns a shooting gallery i think of crack house yeah i guess they don't call them crack houses though yeah well but. well when you're high class like alfred and bruce oh that's true even though bruce didn't quite yeah because alfred made a point of saying that he thinks that that's where reggie would go but would you not even though you would have thought actual shooting range yes but who stays in a shooting range that's true that's a good point for so, days yeah that's true yeah so uh yeah he, he goes to a gun range Bless his heart um <laughs> now we see the our very first screen share of bruce and oswald yes and it's for a hot second and Penguin walks by, and Bruce is kind of below street level at the door to this right. uh, gun range. And Pen- Penguin walks by on the way to um, going to see the guitar player boyfriend. Right. Um, but he kind of stops and looks back. His penguin senses were tingling. His penguin senses were tingling like, there's a bat nearby. <laughs> it was dramatic. but so, we- I-, I liked it, though. But at first, I was like, what the hell does this have to do with... I thought it was... Well, first of all, it's a segue between one scene and another. Yes, finally. Finally, we're doing this now instead of boom, boom, boom. So there was a segue, but the fact that he paused... Yeah. Oh. So it's the first time we've seen the two of them... Yeah. They've never... Like, they haven't met. Mm Mm-mm. I know. Mm. It's... Oh, it was exciting. I liked it. Um, It was tense. So Penguin is on his way to... uh, Now, neither one of them laid eyes on each other, did they? No, they did not. All right. Um, Good to know. So Penguin is on his way to work on Antonio's guitar player boyfriend. And he threatens him. And he's like, no, we're in love. And he's like, okay, well, we're going to start cutting off your fingers. It's like, see, boss, true love. What do you want me to do? Yeah, cut off his fingers. But we see how smart Penguin is Mm -hmm. doing that. Yeah. And he even brought the pliers with him. That was... (laughs) um so sweet so we go to the gcpd again and the boys visit leslie in the morgue and bullock flirts (laughs) with the leslie um and so she doesn't understand why the body was so pristine well what i want to understand is why there was no autopsy done before and why is the body still laying around the morgue after weeks yeah i wondered that too because it had to be an old enough case for the people investigating it to you know have abandoned it well, had, uh, what was it? Uh, he said that it had already been dropped. Yeah. Like, because, I'm sorry, as a cop, you can't just go, yeah, I'm not going to work that anymore. Like, you have superiors and stuff that... Yeah, I mean, it, it has to be cold to a certain degree. Yeah. Like, you know, 38 so I thought... degrees. <laughs> but I thought that was so weird, funny. too. Like, like, yeah. Well, why was there no autopsy before? Or did she do a second one? Like, I don't understand what happened. I just finished the autopsy is yeah. what she says and i what unless, and why is the body still unless the piece of evidence that they found that we find out later was enough for them to be like i'm not doing this Ooh, and they didn't even but oh. to me that says like your officers above you have to be in on it yeah I mean, you can't just not but then why is case. the body still laying around and wouldn't you want to get it out yeah like let's does the family not want to bury her or cremate her or whatever or, yeah you know have final whatever it is that people in gotham do yeah that was not clear that was not clear at all that, that makes okay so there's no so the body's really pristine there was no abuse to the body it's not consistent with someone being held so which leads me to believe which why does everybody think this is a monster yeah she like there was just the stab to her like her throat she's yeah something it wasn't 
So, I I mean, as opposed to like all of them being monsters. Yeah. It's spoken like it's it's different, and I don't understand that. And like you said, they only get quick flashes of the file, and all, and that's their first thought is, oh god, this oh, is a monster. a monster. Well, you know, plot. Yeah. So, and uh, they're both Leslie and Bullock are trying to get Jim to consider maybe she just ran away. Yeah. And Jim's like, no, no, I I just can't believe that there would be no plot to this episode. Yeah, if he was like, uh, yeah, you're that probably the case. Right. So uh, it can't be that. <laughs> So we get another flashback, weird movie reel transition thing. Which, but it's a transition. That's true. Where before we would have just seen and cut scene. And it starts off with a little bit of a filter to and where you can kind of know that. This is a flashback. Yeah. Which so, I appreciated. Yeah. Because they, di- they didn't give us any three weeks ago yeah. or anything like that. So it was a little confusing. It was different. So uh, Grace wakes up and she's about to leave. Oh, she had a name, too? Yeah, she did. Apparently, I wasn't paying attention. Eventually wrote it down. I'm glad you did. (laughs) And um, so she's about to leave, um, and the guy won't let her go. I would have taken that purse and bashed him upside the side of the head. Yeah. And she just lets him hold on to her lap. I'm like, "Mm." Yeah. I don't know. Am I that jaded? I, I just... Apparently. Have I watched enough movies? But women are not conditioned to do that. We're conditioned to be polite. We're conditioned to not, you know, to not be seen as uh, insulting anyone. A man wrote this episode. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. But that she's holding her her hand, that would be a great weapon to just... And this goes back to, warning bells had to have been clanging in her head at some point. I don't... Listen to your damn gut, Is she that freaking naive? I mean, come on. Anyway. So... Uh, so we go back to the dollmakers, and Fish is sneaking around the mansion, and then she gets into his study. He is not even on the other side of the room when she's opening that door. Mm-mm. I thought that was really stupid. Do it at night or something. I know. And then my next question is, why on earth does he have the keys to the boat? Would not the catcher have it? Yeah, I don't know. I thought they, well. Or his. They were the keys to something. What were they the keys to? The, the door? Even if it were the keys to the helicopter, anything, 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 keys to the doors, keys to helicopter, helicopters have keys. I don't even know. Um, Keys to the the boat, keys to anything. Why would they just be sitting in his desk drawer? Would they not be in a, like a lockbox or something? Labeled. Uh, Or would the catcher not have them? Unless he doesn't trust anybody. But then again, the catcher is clearly there as a job. He's right. not being held there. And Dolmacher goes to off-site to do... Con- to do dollmaker stuff. Vention, doctory stuff. Mm. I don't yeah, know. that it didn't, didn't make, make any sense. sense. Um, so he catches her really quickly, and she lies very, very badly. And he confronts her. But then she lies very, very convincingly. Then, she, then she's really good about it. And she lies about being afraid of the former manager, and she's doesn't want to turn into that and she said she wants to kill herself i don't know how much of that was a lie yeah i mean maybe the killing herself part but because she just agreed because she just agreed with what he said yeah but i don't know how much of that she was lying about because that was pretty scary i would be scared if i saw that in person yeah not just crappy cgi right yeah and when i know uh now when i first saw this scene and a couple times after, I didn't 
really I missed the parallel between this scene and the end of the episode. Okay. Okay. But there is a distinct parallel. Do you see it already? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's that distinct parallel where he mentions shooting her. Yeah. And then her getting shot at the end of the episode. Yeah. I totally missed that. Okay. okay. Until I was going through it and it's taking notes. I went, Oh yeah. Yeah. I see what you did there. <laughs> and she actually calls him doll maker. Yes. In this scene. Instead of dual mocker. Right. And I really think we're seeing some real fear. Yeah, I think we are too. And I think it kind of goes to she's going to do what she needs to do to get. Yeah. To get along. And even if it's pull on something that she really is, that is, it's got a kernel of truth in it. Yes. Oh, yeah. Then, yeah. I really think there is. So. And she acted it out. Mm -hmm. Jada Pickett Smith, man. Yep. Well, you know, she has reportedly uh, said that she's thought up an entire backstory for fish. She, she knows fish's history. Yeah. Yeah. I don't she know that they... She has a lot of fish backstory in her head. Yeah, I don't think that they gave it to her. I think she created some of it. Yeah. She may know some bits and pieces. And I want all of it. That's, that's acting that I love. Yeah. The actors that will go above and beyond and give that... We're like, say, like in last episode where the Marge yeah. at the farm... She seems so flat. Yeah. I know it was one episode, but come on. Give your character some depth. Yeah. And she does that with fish. Yeah, she does. And I, I want to know all of it. Because even, even getting her full name several episodes ago, I was like, I want more. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so, we go, back to, uh, we go back to Bruce, and he's wandering around the city, and Selena spots him. Now, was he looking for her? I don't know. Because she says... Um, you were looking for me or here, you found me. Yeah. So either he was looking for her or she got the impression. When really he was looking for this gun range. Yeah. So. And so, uh, he, it, even if he wasn't looking for her, he's like, hey, you want to help me find Reggie? Um, he's like, I've checked all the gun ranges and I couldn't find him. And she's like, oh, oh, honey. Oh, honey. Gun range does not equal shooting gallery. No. And I think it's absolutely adorable that she's willing to help out even after she lied about seeing his parents kill her and there was a, there was all that. And then Bruce turned down her help before. Yeah. When she offered it. There's like, there's no grudges between these two. Yeah, you see the beginnings of this friendship that they have. This really strange. Yeah, it's because a the weird two, relationship. Well, even in canon, because I kind of looked into it a little bit. Uh, I went down a rabbit hole for a heartbeat and pulled myself back out really quick. <laughs> Uh, but Batman and Catwoman have, from the beginning of the story of Batman, have always had an on-again, off-again relationship. Yeah. Uh, like the entire lifetime of Batman. Yeah. There's always the the two of them going back and forth all the time. And this is the beginning of that. Okay. Um, I think originally she was pure villain, and it wasn't until later years that she became anti-hero. Yeah. So, but I think the anti-hero Catwoman is who everybody loves. I think so, too. And that's who they're portraying And that's who we're getting, yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's what I want. I know. I love a good anti-hero, though. I know you do. Like Bullock. And Bucky. And Bucky. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, uh, so we go back to Lydia's place, and Antonia is back home. But, but real quick, because I I forgot about this. Okay. Um, But we see Cat teaching Bruce about real life again. Yeah. This she's is what gonna life be is his like reality. Yeah, she's yeah. gonna be his reality check. Yeah, yeah, and that's important. It is. So, 
Um, and so Penguin comes back in to discuss terms with Lydia. He has delivered on his promise. He has. Because Antonia is back for Sunday Mass, yep. apparently. And uh, Penguin gets shit done, man. He does. He really does. He He's building himself a reputation here. Yeah, that's true. That's a very good point. He's, he's building himself up. And that's important. Delivering on your promises, keeping your word, is important in yeah. a power position. Well, especially when, when, you know, your whole thing is cultivating contacts, cultivating people that trust you. And that that's you what trust Penguin them. does. Yeah. Where Falcone did not get in the position that he's in by breaking promises. Maroney, on the other hand. Brute force. Probably did. Yeah. But Maroney, you know, keeps business well, but deals. Even, even Maroney, like with, with what happened with Penguin, it's offensive to him that penguin lied to him like that yeah that's true and falcone is willing to do business with maroney yeah and like maroney um several episodes ago when penguin was trying to raise taxes on the fishermen and he was like you don't do that they're fishermen so maroney does have some kind of a code too yeah okay all right so that's true but he but okay so but yeah penguin's character we're building him up here um, so we go back to the GCPD and Ed has found a part of the missing evidence. Um, but it was just a photocopy of a picture. It was a photocopy? Yeah. This is real? No, it's photocopy. Yeah. Ed. 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 Bless it's okay. It's okay. Sometimes and it goes over the top. Yeah. With him. Yeah. Like this, bit. this was a little. Like, okay, stop like, now. Okay. This was. Eh. And um, apparently there was this hand-painted broken heart with the body, and Harvey recognizes it immediately. Um, this is a serial killer. But it takes like three scenes before he explains it. Yes. Um, and we get another movie reel transition thing. and um, That's where my stomach starts to turn. Yeah. He's, oh, it's awful. He's holding the victim captive over dinner. And he's forcing her into this... I've seen that Criminal Minds episode. He's forcing her into a script. This domestic... Everything's... Like, I'm not holding you. This is... We're in love. And you just made me dinner. It's such a trope on Criminal Minds. They go yeah. back to this over and over and yeah, over. Yeah, and um, she's overcooked the dinner. And he uh, breaks up with her, I guess, for lack of a better <laughs> word. Is that what that's called? Yeah, and so he ties her up in his crazy torture room... And he takes her picture, and he puts it with okay twelve other pictures. So he's done this thirteen times. Crazy torture room. Yeah, brings me around to Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, because he's a rich dude. And I'm just I'm totally turned off by the storyline right then. Yeah, I'm like yuck. But it's squicky, and I'm hoping they're trying to make it squicky because it's a serial killer. I well, hope. if you're going to make a serial killer squeaky, that's true. That's going that's to do the it. Way to do it. Yeah, just Fifty Shades that bitch. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And well, and they're trying to, they're flying, like we were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. they're surfing that wave, that Fifty Shades of Grey wave that yeah. every housewife in America, apparently, I am not a housewife. Yeah. Um, they're all about, so. Yeah. I just didn't, did they really have to go? I could have done without that. The entire storyline would have been fine without the fancy torture room. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... We go to Penguin, and um, Gabe doesn't understand why Penguin wanted the bar. Well, you know, we must explain to the audience. So that's yes. what, that Gabe is an audience proxy. We've exactly. determined this before. Exactly. And it's fine. And so Penguin says it's where he's going to kill Maroney. Now, would you stop just telling random folk that? I know, right? Well, it's Gabe, though. Gabe, is his, Gabe is his butch. Yeah, even though he has not butch, his, too. Not to be confused yes, with not- his bitch. <laughs> 
Gabe is his butch. But when you see, now we're in the back room of the bar right. that Penguin has just bought. Silent partner. Yes. And he turns around and you can see all the photographs on the wall. Yep. And the one right over his shoulder is Maroney. Maroney. Yeah. So must be one of like his favorite, <clears throat> one of his favorite places. Which you'd think the lady would have something to say about some random other gangster trying to buy her place. Like, isn't she owned? Like, yeah, wasn't she owned already? Yeah, or, or at not least own not her? owned, but at least protected. Or does she not? Is her son not in the family, or I nephew, don't know. or somebody? Somebody, I don't know. <sighs> plot hole, plot hole. So I just thought about that. Get the rags. We have a hole. <laughs> so uh, we go to the basement, and Fish tells the people that it's time. Yeah, she's got free reign. Yeah, and so she leads them up, and she gives them... Now, she just has the muscle with her. Yes. At this yes, point. She, the basement guys. Um, she leads them up, and she gives them keys, and tells them to go to get the boat started. So, I don't know that those keys were for the boat or not. Or if they were for the door. They were just keys. Well, she, she told them she was going to get the keys to the boat, so she had to give them something. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. But she wants to like go back and get Kelly. On them. Yeah, she wants to go yeah. back to get Kelly, and what they're like... What do boat keys look like? I don't know. Yeah. And so... Uh, they're like, that's We've, really stupid. You we know. don't hang out on boats, by no, the way. We, don't. we are not boat people. Uh, we're not yachting. <laughs> I'm not. What is? Like I don't that. even know what that is. I'm not classy like that. What shit. are you doing a yacht? <laughs> Drink. I, just give me my wine right here in the house. I'm okay. <laughs> so she wants to go and get Kelly, yes. and the goons are like, well, he's, you know, he's a loser, and he's she's gonna like, hold you back. And she's like, uh, you know, he's screw you guys. Yeah. And so she's caught by Dollmaker going back to the basement, but. Wah, wah, the gates <laughs> open and everyone attacks him for a hot minute i know i was like oh no this is the end of fish yeah and then that opens and i'm like oh yeah yeah and so we go see uh she leads this uh the rest of them out while the first group is distracting the catcher mm-hmm. and you start to see that oh, okay this was very much on purpose well at least one of them realized yeah the plan the smarter of the bunch yeah they're like what but Fish, when we see Fish run out to the helicopter the other direction, yeah. she's got all of, they're all injured people. And I'm mm-hmm. like, Fish. Yeah, this is where I felt, I felt you are, really good yeah. about her. I was like, oh man, yeah. Fish, you and really she, are a good She made person. sure that Kelly was with her and, you know, that, that she got him out. And the others too. Um, so her group heads for the chopper mm-hmm. because apparently she can fly it. Yeah, I have an all cap. She can fly and so uh, the first group gets gunned down as Fish takes off. Mm-hmm. And um, the catcher is able to get this really high-powered rifle. It didn't look any different than the first one, but yeah, whatever. And uh, so he does get one shot up into the copter, up into, and it goes through the door and into her side. Into her, yeah, into her stomach area, which upon this rewatch, I was like, and she, but there was the, a dramatic pause where she stops, and I'm sitting there thinking, at first, you'll feel some pressure. Yeah. And then an intense burning. And I'm sitting there watching and I'm going, oh, I can feel it. Yeah. And I think this is the whole reason she's been wearing white. Absolutely. It's just to get that. Because you notice even her nails were white. There's got to be like some spa shit. There had to be. Up in there. So, I mean, like, it was a really cool visual. They have salsa nights. So yes, they do. <laughs> a spa would not be far behind. So, yeah, she's, she's holding her hand over it. And even with her dark skin... Yeah. Uh, her white, white nails, and there's that blood. It was all... Yeah. For the, which, it was a great shot. It was. It was really cool. So, so yeah. Um, so, we go back to Gotham, and Harvey fills Jim in on the killers 
M-O. Three scenes later. Yes. They call him the Ogre. Okay, now the Ogre is the name of several different DC villains. Oh, really? Um, But none of whom is related in any way to Jason Lennon. Okay. Okay. No, there is no Jason Lennon or Jason... Or Jason Van Groot. Whatever. Or, no, there it doesn't... That name doesn't exist in the the multiple iterations. Okay. Um, but killing his mother, um, well, his supposed mother. Okay. His, his killing. Um, but it reminds me of the Hush storyline. Okay. This guy reminds me of the Hush storyline um, because of his mom. He's played by Milo, last name I'm going to butcher. Ver something. Vin, Vin Megilia. Yeah. Yeah. He was Luke's nephew in Gilmore Girls. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. I was like, what? He was also in Heroes. Okay. He was Wolverine in the Iron Man TV series. Okay. He was Wolverine in the Wolverine TV series. <laughs> and the Blade TV series. Oh, wow. So he's been so a So he's Wolverine, guy. Wolverine, and Wolverine. Okay. Um, but yeah, he was Luke's nephew. And okay. I was like, really? Oh, wow. That's because I remember seeing him show up back one in the of, day. One of the writers... Um, I don't know if it's this one or not. I think it is. One of, one of the writers that's come in to do a couple episodes. Was he a Gilmore Girls writer? Yeah. You know who else was on Gilmore Girls? Who? Jared Padalecki. Oh, oh, yeah. I was thinking in Gotham. I was, <laughs> I was like, going, who? no, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I jumped the shark there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, his the, he does remind me of the, so, the Hush storyline. So Gotham Ogre is it like... A supervillain, or is it like a killer like this? Um, or, or I mean, DC ogre versus let, Gotham ogre. Let me go to the link because I didn't. Okay. Apparently, decided not to. But I, it's funny because Harvey's like Harvey tells him that. Ooh, okay. Police have covered it up until now. The New Earth version of the ogre is sort of a like a doll maker. I don't think he was involved with the doll maker, but he was an experiment. Like a doll maker. Oh, okay. But he was more of a, a, a turn at the end. He was more of a gorilla looking dude, like an actual okay. ogre. So backwards. Okay. Interesting. Um, that's the big one. Okay. But, um, I mean, now he, Jason Lennon is listed as the ogre on uh-huh. uh, the DC Wikia, but he, it's Gotham. Yeah. It's part of the Gotham mythos. Yeah. As opposed to Completely the independent from the comic. Right. Okay, well, it turns out that the um, ogre has retaliated against any cop that investigates him. and um, Which is not a bad ploy. No, it's for not, because it worked. It did. Um, and Harvey wants to know who tipped Jim off on the case. Yeah, because he realizes He's like, my fanboy. Well, oh, wait, that was probably a bad thing. Yeah, well, Bullock states that... Only senior detectives know about this, and mm-hmm. if Bullock knows about that, that makes him a senior detective, right? Yeah, it does. Awesome. It does. Just saying. Uh, so we go to Selena and Bruce visiting the shooting gallery, and they spot Reggie immediately, despite the fact that he's got his back to them. Um, oh, well, you know, script. Whatever. Nobody else is in the room, so. Yeah. And so Selena coerces information out of him. She, uh, she takes his drugs. She calls Bruce her friend. She does. My friend asked you a question. And for Selena to call you her friend. That's a big damn that's, deal. That's, that's something. So, yeah, and Reggie's squirming around on the floor. And he just wants to know, is Alfie okay? Is Alfie okay? And yeah. Bruce never tells him. Nope. I'm like, maybe you shouldn't have stabbed him. You stabbed, yeah, he's, you stabbed him. Yeah. 
So he tells them that um, Alfred should deal with the people that have hired him. His accent gets really thick in this scene. It does. I noticed that too. It made him a little hard to, but luckily I had closed captioning again. Yeah. And it made him a little difficult to understand. Yeah. It's a great accent. I love me a good accent. Yeah. But it, it just got so harsh. It did. And he was very, it was very rough. Of course he is supposed to be doped up or some shit. Yeah. So, uh, so a woman, the woman we met in the Viper episode, Mathis, Mathis. hired him along with Sid Bunderslaw. Who was a nobody. And uh, they sent him because they're scared uh, because of Bruce's investigations. And um, Selena kind of drops the bag of drugs and they fall out onto a ledge. Right. And he goes to retrieve the bag. Well, he threatens to tell on him. He does. I'm going to tell on you. And um, he starts threatening Bruce. And he goes out to retrieve the bag, and Bruce starts to go push him. He does the little shaky hand. He does, and Helena is Helena. Selena. It's <laughs> down the road. Yeah, Selena. Uh, she sees that he can't do it, and so she does it. She just pushes him out without hesitation. She just kind of glances at Reggie, glances at Bruce's hands, and then just pushes him right out. So if you want, if you want a definition of Batman versus Catwoman, their mentalities, this mm-hmm. is it right there. Well, that's also that's also a common trope in the comics between the two of them. So, uh, that she's, Catwoman can do stuff where he can't. Well, she's always ready to kill. Yeah, and he won't. Where she sees it necessary. It's not that she's bloodthirsty. I wouldn't. No, consider. she's not a murderer. She's just. I, well, it she, was technic- necessary. Technically, I guess she is, but she has no qualms against it. Yeah, this she saw it as a necessary thing. He was gonna tell. Boom. Yeah. And when, as we all know, Batman does not kill. <clears throat> See, now you got me doing it. I know. Batman does not kill. Batman does not kill. Even in in, in Batman Arkham Knight, yeah. when I'm barreling down the road in my Batmobile that I cannot drive to save my life, which I thought got disabled for a while, but then I had to fix it. And <laughs> I was very upset because I hate that thing because I can't drive it. Even when, like, there's, like, people on the road. Yeah. And I have tried to aim for them and run them over. It won't let you. No. It, the, the Batmobile has this little staticky electrical thing, and they jump out. They get shocked and jump out of the way or some stupid... It's no great. Damn it. Auto, apparently. I'm trying to make Batman kill somebody. What does that say about me? <laughs> I, I know, right? So, anyway. So, our final scene is um, Harvey confronting the cop that gave Jim the case. And it turns out that he was ordered to by Loeb. Because everyone has a cobble pot. And Loeb knew just how to play Jim. Or a gobble pot. Yeah, or a gobble pot, whichever. Uh, and so Harvey begs but, him to stop investigating. But Bullock uses his skills yeah. to get someone to tell him the truth. Yeah. And Bullock really, really wants him to drop this case. Yeah, he's like, please stop. Bullock doesn't want to die. No, and because he's Jim's he likes, loved one. He likes lip. I know, right? Yeah. Did, did Jim consider that this entire... I don't think no. he did. No. And Harvey reminds him that Leslie could be targeted. As, you know, when the ogre goes after your loved one. But that just reinforces Jim's drive to... Yep. And Loeb shows up. Yeah, and he threatens him in front of everybody. Jim sounds just like Batman. (laughs) He's got the Batman voice. I'm going to take you down. I'm going to go here and I'm going to catch this this ogre and I'm going to come back and I'm going to get you. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, he vows again. Oh my God. It's been been a while since he's vowing. Jim with the vowing and the stuff. He vows to get the ogre and that after. What about his vows to Bullock? He's, I know. Thank you. That's a work marriage, damn it. Sickness and health and (laughs) murder and And rape. And not getting your partner killed. That's really the big issue here. Yeah. Bullock just likes living. 
Yeah, he does. He does. You can't fault him for He's that. He's a realistic kind of guy. That's why he has a cobble pot. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, we end with, you know, Jim vowing to catch the ogre and then going after Loeb. Which is great because he still has files on the entire GCPD. Well, and the only way that Jim's going to become commissioner is if he takes down Loeb. Yeah. You, you see it coming a mile away. Yeah. It has to happen. Well, I wonder if they're going to do an interim person after he takes Loeb down or if it will be him being commissioner sooner than that. Because it feels like they can't drag this Loeb thing out for seasons and seasons and seasons. No, Essen Essen could be commissioner for a while. She could. She could very well be. That would be okay. Um, Because it seems seems at this point detective to commissioner. Right. The thing is, though, we're we're supposed to be watching the downfall of Gotham. Yeah, it's got to get worse. Things have got to be getting worse and worse and worse. I know... Sure, we, we're all rooting for Jim, and we want the good guys to win, and blah, 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 whatever. Eh, eh. I roll. Um, but we want to see Rise of Villains. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah, we want to see... Uh, we want. We need Joker. Chaos We need the Riddler. We yeah. need riots. We need um, Harley. We sorely, sorely need Harley. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. But I don't know how much longer they can drag all this out. Or at least with Loeb. That's why I, I could see there being another commissioner or two. Well, and we want Riddler. We want mm-hmm. Joker. But once we have them. What are we going to do with them? Without Batman. Yeah. What's the point of the show? And I think that's the hard part of this whole show. The waiting? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a fine, fine line. Yeah. Between the, the instant gratification that show watchers want Versus, having, you know, we're never going to see Batman, and we're never going to see everything that goes along with Batman. Yeah, and having more than two seasons. Yeah. <laughs> or three. Yeah. Yeah, where, where is there to go? Exactly. They've got, they've got to have a vision. Of how, the, how they want this to, yeah. the arc to go. And at the same time, Jim can't be Batman. No, no. We can't go down that road. That would just be weird. That's just, what? Because we're seeing baby the origins of baby Batman. So, unless they do, they can't do a time jump. But we're not going to see, we're supposed to, they have said. We are never going to see Batman on screen. Mm. But I have, I have considered them doing a time jump. Because Ivy's so young, Kat's so young, Bruce is so young. But I don't want to recast the characters. I See, I don't either, and that's my problem. I want... I could see them doing Car- doing a time Car- jump to get them in in their um, teen years, but I want David. I yeah. want Cameron. Cameron, 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 not yeah. Carmen. Cameron. I want her. Yeah. I want these actors and whatever Ivy's name is. I can't remember. Corey, Kaylee, something. Something. Uh, I feel bad that I can't remember her name. Um, I want these actors. Yeah. In the same roles, unless they just find some way to age them up. Yeah, I don't know. I that's. I'm with you, though. There has to be some kind of a plan. Gotta hope there's some kind of a plan. They have to have some kind of long range beyond season two. Yeah. Major. How else could At they least have... the major stuff they want to hit and then fill, fill the rest how in. How else could you pitch the show? But I just, I'm having a hard time seeing it. Yeah, seeing how they're going to get to. Yeah. Even just before Batman. So, yeah. yeah, it's, it's, it's a long range plan that I just can't grasp. Yeah. Right. Well, mostly we just don't know. Yeah, because they still want to keep some stuff secret. Joker. <laughs> I don't think they're going to be able to sit on that very long. I don't think they're I, I think we're going to have to see him next season. In some capacity. Yeah. Yeah. 
if even just a, a three episode, because two episodes, I don't even think I could stomach two. I'd need like yeah. a good three episode story arc. Yeah. Or season finale. Yeah, something. Story arc. Yeah. Yeah, to show him get even more deranged, I, I think something with Joker would be really, really cool. Joker would be cool, but we still have Ed Ed. Ed, Ed Nigma. Nigma. <laughs> Who I don't I don't know if you've caught the really subtle signs that they've dropped, but I think he's gonna be the Riddler. I don't think so. You don't? No. No. Okay. There hasn't been enough green. Okay. We need more green. Maybe I'm reaching. <laughs> just a little you know, the name's just not quite right. <laughs> and that coffee cup, that was just, you know That was that was just way out the of the way. Riddler uses field. exclamation points, right? He does. Okay. Totally does. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Well, um and there's a lot of minor villains. I think Penguin's just gonna be around forever. I'm I okay think he with will that. too. I'm okay I think with he's that. gonna be their villain anchor. Their constant. Yeah. Who's always in the background. Because with 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 Penguin, it's not just I've got this short sighted villainous plan. I'm gonna I'm gonna blow up Gotham City, or I'm mm-hmm. gonna poison everybody, or whatever, whatever. It's a long game of power for him. And like you've said several times, he's basically is the mob in Bruce's day. Yeah, he when is. he gets older, right? So we're, we've got a slow build up to that. It's it's a it's not your typical crime family. Yeah, mobster situation. It's a super super mob. Yeah. Ooh. There we go. Yeah, I've just coined a phrase. He's a super mob. So I, I so I think there. I hope there's going to be enough cool stuff uh, for us to have, like the Iceberg Lounge coming into being, that kind of thing, to make up for the fact that we're never going to see Batman. Well, the thing is with with Penguin, there's so Penguin's story is really long. I mean, we haven't gotten to the Iceberg Lounge, and the Iceberg Lounge would become the Iceberg Casino, and then there's that short time period where Penguin tries to go legit for a while, and. Yeah. There's a lot of story with the Penguin, so and they I'm could glad do, they chose him to be the constant. They could do what they did with Penguin in the Burton movies, which is let him go into politics. Very publicly. Ooh. You know. Please don't make him be commissioner. <laughs> he could buy no, but for, I mean, he I, could it, buy for mayor. Yeah, in the Burton movies, he ran for mayor. Mm. So I think that would be... That would be great. Yeah. Now, you've seen the animated series. Yes, I have. And I haven't. Yes. So, there's storylines in there that... Because um, Harley's from the animated series. No, he's mostly just running... He's mostly just running around uh, being kind of mob stuff. And I think okay. I think he robs some banks. Um, well, yeah, but Harley, Harley is, is from Harley the animated series. Because Harley is the one that robs banks. Oh, is Two-Face? Two-Face is the one that robs banks, I think. Okay, I think all of he them does, rob banks He does in Arkham Knight anyway. Oh, okay. Batman Arkham Knight, I've, <laughs> I've, I've taken him down. I think at some point they all rob banks. Yeah. It would suck to be a bank in Gotham. I know, right? You'd be like, damn it, Two-Face, Penguin just stood, you know, just held me up last week, and before that well, it was a fucking Joker. That's what Red Hood did. Yep, exactly. And that's where the Joker comes from. Yep, yep, yep. Although... I, that just didn't work here. Well, there's going to be lots of little storylines for them to pick up on. Um, we've got Poison Ivy to develop. Yeah. But she's a child, and she's not a biologist. Yeah. Yeah, that's Alice, why... I, they're going to have to turn that around. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what we're going to do with her. But we've got, like, the beginnings of... They've already mentioned uh, Venom. Yeah. As a weapon. So Which I is mean, the eventual get, Bane storyline. Yeah. So I think there's stuff. It's just it's it's just a matter of what they do with it. I just don't see much past season three. Yeah, I think season two, what they do with it, will be very telling. Yeah, 
the kind of direction they intend to go yeah. with this. Okay. Wow, we just really kind of got into a season wrap-up yeah, conversation did. there without even getting to what season else? finale. Sorry. Hope that I was just interesting. have a lot of feelings about Gotham. <laughs> right? I don't even go to this school. So what do you guys think out there? Uh, do you think they're going to be able to make it past season two? Is there going to be a season three? Where else can they go? What other storylines are you hoping to see? What villains are you hoping to see? Yeah. What villains do you not want to see? Uh, who would you cast as Harley? Because Harley's coming. Harley's. I need me some Harley. She has to come. I'm t- even if she's just introduced to somebody's daughter. Yeah. I would take that. Because she's a psychiatrist. Yeah. In she's canon. A full bl- she's doctor. Yeah. Harley. Harley. Harleen Quinzel. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I need her around. Although I think she's, it's too. She couldn't be an adult yet. She could no. be an uh, intern. Yeah. At the most. Or like you said, kind of a kid of somebody Bruce gets, invi- gets you know, yeah. introduced to or something. I think of her as being around Batman's age. Yeah. Um, I don't see her as being one of the street kids. I don't either. Which Ivy being a street kid is still hard to swallow. Yeah. And they haven't really done much with her. I mean, she's been kind of around. They like to tease. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because we've seen the Graysons. We've seen a possible Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, there's that Riddler we've guy. Seen several possible possible Jokers, honestly. No, no, now really. Well, they keep teasing him. Though. <laughs> For a while there, it was like a comedian. There were, I think, two comedians. There was one in the yeah. pilot, and then there was one later. Yeah, that's true. We'll see what happens with so, that. Yeah. So is there anything... What was your favorite scene? Um, I really like the escape. Yeah? I thought it showcased how fucking smart Fish is. It's and true. how strategic she is. A, she, is. she is a strategist. She deserved her place yeah. among Falcone's lieutenants. She did. Because she thinks long term. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because she played the doll maker. She played the goons. She played the goons. She was loyal to Kelly and to everybody else. Mm-hmm. The little guy. Yeah. Which kind of makes you believe the story she gave about her mother yeah maybe not the murder part but i don't remember who she was telling that story to liza was it liza okay yeah um almost but but we still kind of feel like that was her mom who we still have not seen since yeah and i wish she would come back if only for a minute just to know for sure that that was her mom yeah uh so yeah the fish Whoa, I don't know what the hell that sound was. The fish. <laughs> I got excited. The fish storyline in and of itself really is great. And I adore fish. Yeah. I want more. Of her. I like want, you said, she, I want her backstory. We gotta, well, she's flying off in the helicopter. So maybe we can get her back into Gotham and get her back in the mix and leave the doll maker out there for another day. Yeah. But that's another storyline. they did not kill him. That we know of. No, because con- everybody, rushed, everybody rushed ahead and he was still... Uh, what, did, they, did they see that okay yeah so i say if there's no the normal uh with the people i tend to criticize shows especially like uh, the walking dead yeah when i discuss the walking dead with my walking dead people uh as if there's no on-screen death, death. they're still considered alive unless either it's an on-screen death or another character confirms their death that on they saw screen, it. yeah say right there this or this is how it happened then they're still alive. I know people that look at Game of Thrones that way, too. Well, with Walking Dead, though, with my, we have an office pool. Oh, yeah. We have office pool as to who's alive and who's dead. So it's very important that we have these rules. Yeah. Uh, so that, and it's worked for us so far. So okay. if there's no on-screen death. But if you did, I don't remember seeing him, but there yeah. was no on-screen death. There was, yeah. So he's considered still alive. Uh, yeah. 
but I'm which worried is exciting. for Fish's life. Which is exciting because they can bring him back, and I would like now to get a tie back to Gotham because he had Doug and Patty working. I know. Getting kids, so there he does but have was, a tie to Gotham. But now, did he have them work in Gotham for the kids, or did he hire somebody who had them getting kids for him? See, I, it's almost like they can't, they were like, oh, second episode, we're gonna throw in a reference to the doll maker. That's great. And then, then they're like, you know, they get halfway through the season and they get, you know, a full a full twenty two run. And that's then right. And I then forgot like, they had a short season, and then they expanded yeah. And then it. they're like, oh, hey, you know what we could do. Well, let's, it's almost like an afterthought because it does. It's not like, connected. Like something they really wanted to do but couldn't. Yeah. And then they brought it because yeah, the cut to it. Yeah. Is so off. And like I like I said, I think you know last episode or the one before, if we had been told Falcone sent her there as punishment because he knew something. that she, he knew that she would slowly or, be harvested of all her organs. Or even um, what about if even there was a scene where he tells Zaz have the catcher pick her up yeah something something to connect it back to gotham yeah yeah so yeah that the you're talking about the helicopter scene yeah that you liked yeah uh i had a scene i liked too but i need to was it harvey related it's always harvey related (laughs) i don't know bullock was kind of they haven't been writing him as well no he's kind of lost his pizzazz yeah He's not as, hey, he's if he's got more lackadaisical, if not, you know. Uh, no, I think my favorite scene was probably Cat, Bruce, and Reggie. Yeah, I think there was a lot of heart in that scene when Cat pushes him out the window. Yeah, there was a it was a big leap to the bat. It was a glimpse of the yeah. bat. Yeah, and the cat and the differences between the, the two of them. Where they sat. Nobody had it. Nobody had a hat. Nobody was sitting either, but... There was probably a rat, though. Where the rat. And the rat. <laughs> with the bat. Oh, it did bat already. Damn. <laughs> anyway, I really liked that scene. I think there was a lot of heart in that scene. Yeah. I think the the writing, the directing, um, eh, the set was okay. Yeah. Eh. I think it's the same warehouse they keep using. <laughs> I think it is, uh, too. But those kids continue to amaze me. Yeah. The kids are really impressive. David is great. And Carmen with David. Yeah. Cameron. Cameron. Damn it. Cameron with David is incredible. We don't see a whole lot of her on her own, though. No, no. Although this is, you know, about Gotham and Batman, not... This is not the Catwoman show. No. Although for a while there... For a while there, she was in, like, every other fucking shot. Was. It was like, oh, cat's in the background, skulking around. Yeah. Which I'm glad they dialed that back. Yeah, the whole pawing at the jewelry and drinking the milk <laughs> and... God damn. Too much. Let it go. Yeah. All right. What scene could you have done without? Um, they're. Hmm. There wasn't you... really a lot. I mean, it, I think it all served the story. Uh, maybe there was too much flashbackage. I was about to say that. Maybe they could have cut back a little on the flash flashbacking, or put two of them together. Yeah. They. Yeah. Edit them. Because we know she dies. Yeah, spoiler I mean, alert. like, we know he kills her. That We know that's the end result. That's why they're investigating. Right. So, I mean... Her specifically. Th- the fact that it takes, like, three scenes to show him finally snap. Yeah. And into, oh, my God, this guy's really, truly evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that could have been done yeah, with I less. think Yeah, I think there was too much of it. Yeah. They could have done it quicker, shorter. Uh, yeah. 
But other than that, I think every scene was pretty important. Yeah. Uh, maybe not as well done as the others. But, like, the, the penguin scene, maybe they could have done all the penguin stuff closer together. Yeah. Uh, because when he goes, he's in the back of the bar, and he's got the, the photographs, and there's the, oh, and he turns, and there's the picture of Maroney, and it's just, okay. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, I'm with you. I think the flashbacks were a little, a little lax- too much. I don't keep wanting it. I just want to say lackadaisical. <laughs> Boring. Yeah. I didn't really care for them. I don't, they, and the, it's the whole Fifty Shades. It really is. It was that torture room it for you. It was the torture room that killed it for me in that entire story. I just, I'm done. Yeah. I don't even want to pursue this anymore. Yeah. I don't have a choice, but <laughs> I could have made it, I don't know. Less BDSM. And more, like, clearly defined evil, crazy person. Yeah, because it was the, the sexy BDSM-looking kind of room. Yeah. Although the knives were not so sexy. Yeah. yeah. So. Some people like knives. Hey, Not you judging. Know, I don't know. Some cutting gets, that, that can get a little judgy. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry. When you're actually inflicting, that just, I don't There's know. There's consensual stuff, I though. know, but it's, it's dangerous, man. I know it is. When you're actually hurting somebody, yeah. I kind of have to draw a line yeah. at actual physical. Well, we'll talk more about Torture Room in the next episode. Yeah, there's. we're not done. No, we're not, because the ogre is still out there. The case is not over. Yes. The case is never over for Jim, so. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right, so we, do we do some pimping here? Yes. Let us pimp. I want to talk about the barbecue challenge because talk about the barbecue challenge. Nobody has taken up my barbecue challenge, and I'm very upset. It's been eighty four years. It's been eighty four years since I issued the challenge, and the challenge is basically that we think Barbara is terribly horrible, and we're wondering. I think she's written poorly. Oh, I, I definitely think she's written poorly. But basically, she's useless. We're wondering if everybody feels that way or if anybody actually likes Barbara or just doesn't hate her. So if you don't hate Barb for whatever reason, <laughs> please tell us why. I would yes. love to hear some differing opinions. 5,000 word essay on our desk Monday morning. Oh, wait. <laughs> no. Don't make it an assignment. I'm and they'll sorry. never write in. I know. Um, and so we also have what we're calling the Penguin Special, which the is penguin special. basically taking the challenge on hard mode. And it's, if you can make a convincing case for Barbara not being useless and horrible and terrible, in 140 characters or less, you can tweet it at us. And if you can do a good job at that, we will give you a sandwich and a sweater wherever you live in the world. And we're calling it the Penguin Special. Yeah. Uh, if you're, if the Penguin Special is just a little too much for you, uh, if you can post something on Tumblr. Yep. Uh, you can get to us, uh, tag us. We're randomtpodcast.tumblr.com. Or if there's a meta out there that you've read, you can point us towards. Or it doesn't even have to be a Barbara Keen. Just send us some crap, man. We love shit. Seriously. Um, or, you know, you can email it to us at randomtpodcasts at gmail.com. Yep. Because Tumblr tends to be a little unreliable. Try, you know, messaging us may not get through. But, but uh, tagging us would. If you have a meta, yeah, you can tag us. Totally and, tag us and stuff. Uh, but, you know, if you follow us on Tumblr, you get to read all of our really cool articles. Uh-huh. If you're not on Tumblr, though, you can see all of our posts where? 
on our website, randomtpodcast.com. Yes, because we have a bunch of other stuff out there that we're doing right now. We uh, do. We have we Sleepy do. Hollow. Sleepy Hollow. Yep. Yes. We're uh, gearing up once we're done with uh, Gotham Season 1. We're going to hit Sleepy Hollow Season 2. Yes, and we will be finished with Sleepy Hollow Season 2 before Sleepy Hollow Season 3 starts on, is it October 1st? Mm. It's sometime. Vamp, vamp for a second. Um, <laughs> so... We're going to, uh, so our, the goal is to have two full Sleepy Hollow seasons uh, done before the third one starts. October 1st is correct. Yeah, yeah, I was right about you something. You win a cookie. Um, or yeah, dinner. Yeah, get a cookie. Um, and so we're also going to pick up Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for season three. Um, I can't make you the season one, season two promise. No, that's not, that's not going to happen. Yeah, because. I will promise you it will not happen. Yeah. Uh, that'll probably Soon. be next summer. Soon. We we will pick it up eventually, yes. but we're going to start with season three. Yes. Um, and we're also going to do uh, Agent Carter season one before Agent Carter season two starts in January. Yes. And while you're waiting for those, you can check out our other podcast. Uh, there's two more. We've got random movies. Mm-hmm. Suggestions are please welcome. Are please welcome? Yeah, they're please welcome. Suggestions are please welcome. And then there's also the MCU movies, which is a, we decided to do that as a separate thread. Because that's not random. No. It's not random It's at all, all connected. It's all connected. It is. It's all connected. <laughs> Look at you. I know. I love it. Clark Gregg would be proud. I know. Uh, he's proud anyway. Oh, yay. Um, oh, check us out on iTunes, Pocket Cast, Stitcher. Leave us notes. Uh, high five, likes, reviews. We would really appreciate reviews. We'll, we'll cry. It, yeah. Th- see, that's a guaranteed thing. If, if you leave a review, we'll probably cry. Or, 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 or furious texting yes. back and forth at the very least. Yes. So talk to us. We love you. <laughs> you have anything else before we... Uh... I can't think of anything. I think that's all. <laughs> I think that was enough. Yes. Uh, stay tuned. Same bat time. Same bat channel. I had to get it in there. I can't believe it took us almost a whole season to do this that. This is though. episode 19. Because I say it to you all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. When are we recording? Same bat time? Yep. So, all right. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening.